Hello and welcome to the January episode of the Fantasy Fitbar Pod. We are the podcast that talks about Scottish football through the unique lens of fantasy football. Listeners, it's great to have you back. I've got some fucking great news for you. Scobie has made the journey down from Scotland to London. He's sitting in my flat in Bermondsey. We're tucked up nicely. We've had some beers, the red wine's out. Yeah, oh, it's flowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's flowing, it's flowing, John. Exciting wines tonight. This is a, this is the first time I think we've done two uh, pods in a row in person. It is. We've done I, the shed I can, and now I can we're touch here. you. I can actually touch you. <laughs> it feels good, it feels good. How are you, John? Happy I'm, 2022. I know, happy happy year to all our listeners. I mean, how excited. And, you know, it, there's been a, some interesting things that have been happening in the cinch, hasn't there? But... It's probably not quite as interesting as your Bumble profile since you moved out of London, Scobie. <laughs> not quite as interesting as the last three hours. Come on, yeah. So, anyway, we'll, we'll move. That's a different podcast. Uh, so, we're, we're, we're kind if, of. If you're out. single, move to London. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's hot. It's hot. Uh, so. We're, we're actually also coming in live uh, right off the back of a uh, cinch evening of, uh, of, of goal, well, some goals. Some uh, goals. A cinch evening of action just wrapped up. Yeah. We jumped I mean, on the mic now to, to, to kind of chat through it. We just watched Celtic Hearts in particular. Uh, unfortunately, the, the mighty JITs have gone down 2 1, but a good game. We can talk about that a bit more. It was excellent, wasn't it? I mean, Sky Sports, uh, you know, shock- shockingly picked an old phone match nah, to follow know, tonight. Uh, but, you know, it seems to be the best one. However, the most action seems to be at Tannadice tonight. But we will get on to that. Listen, we're going we're gonna to take a step back. Obviously, we haven't spoken uh, to you since the shed. I uh, hope you all enjoyed that episode. That obviously will be a regular appearance uh, yep. every Christmas. Yeah. So so part one this week, we are going to talk about the drag there. Uh, the January, the, the January. January. <laughs> We're going to talk about the January transfer window. We're going to try and dissect it. We're going to pick out our favourite transfers, what they mean from a Scottish fantasy football perspective, of course. Uh, and then in part two, Scobie, you're going to take us through some, some, the, this January action. We are. So We're going to piece together what's happened in a couple of midweek game weeks. Not often we're talking about two Tuesday, Wednesday night uh, oh. game weeks, but here we are. Uh, with, a bit, with a good bit, actually, a little mention, Scottish Cup was good fun this uh, weekend. I don't know how much anyone was following of that. Yeah. Obviously, the mighty Kelty Hearts put pain to, um, to Cal Davidson's reign at St. Johnson, a troubled club as it is at the moment. Who would have thought it after two Cup wins? Um, last season now he's in a world of pain we talked about in the shed Jerry gave a rousing defence of his uh, of his managerial um, tenure and I, and, I, and I back Jerry on that but wow things are bad at St Johnson are they not they, they are they really are I mean I kind of wish I did put money on it I mean yeah. you look at Kelty obviously they're going all guns blazing in the league they are a lot of, that lot looked of like the perfect uh, cup upset to happen didn't it it did Kevin Thompson's done an amazing job at Kelty Hearts one of those, I mean they were playing East of Scotland League about what four years ago five years ago come up it's sort of strangely mirroring what Cove Rangers have done as well they've top of the league they look like they're going to go up at the first ask League 2 and you've got Cove Rangers there and top of League 1 they're going to go into the championship uh, and then at the top of the championship still got the mighty Arbroath so um, really interesting at the moment in Scotland in the, in, the, in the lower leagues in particular correct Dick Campbell that invitation is open it is 
<laughs> yeah, they put away Darvel 3-0. Morton took Motherwell into um, extra time. Almost had a, a big scalp there, which Motherwell avoided. Um, you know, so there was some, there's some really good, exciting action in the Scottish Cup. But yeah. this is not a Scottish Cup fantasy football. It isn't. And so, Luke, let's let's get stuck into transfers. I think the one we have to start with was the one that was capturing all the headlines. Will he go? Won't he go? It was Martin Boyle at Hibs at Easter Road. He's finally gone for three million pounds, which I think is a good payday for Hibs, considering. Mm-hmm. You know, he was brought on basically a swap deal from Dundee and they didn't really want him. And you look at the progression that Martin Boyle had as a player there to becoming one of the most prolific uh, and entertaining players in the cinch going. So good on him for getting that move. How do you think his wife feels, Scobie? <laughs> well, I mean, firmly rooted in Ember, you'd think, being a Hibs uh, ladies um, sort of uh, stalwart. Uh, she has been for many years. So I think... I think it's a really, it's a really weird one. I'm a bit, a bit sad about the situation in some ways. I mean, I'm happy for as a Hearts fan to see him go, but it's a bit of a shame to see someone that's been one of the brightest lights in Scottish Premiership football this season and probably last season too go to a club that's second bottom of the Saudi Arabian league. I mean, it just doesn't really say an awful lot for where we are maybe at the moment. Yeah. And it, you know, you feel like I don't know, John. Do you think the thirty age thing? I'd hope not because I'm thirty one and I still feel like I'm in my prime. But is, <laughs> well, is Bumble that, is you Bumble Bumble is, is, yeah, he's uh, he's thirty. He's scoring goals like you know nothing on earth. You feel like he maybe hit his prime. If he's twenty eight, is that a different story? Because I think he's got a couple of good years of football in front of him. Mm. And it was there not an English club? Was there not a Championship lower level club that maybe would have been in for him? Yeah, you'd like to think so. I mean, if, I think yeah, there's, there's something gone wrong with the scouting in the Championship of England if they're not knocking on the door there because he has you know what every player such as myself would love to have, and that is electric pace. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Apparently he's be getting what forty grand a week in Saudi Arabia. Life changing. Life changing money. Um, but yeah, good luck to his marriage because I can't imagine uh, his wife no. will be welcomed with open arms playing football in Saudi Arabia. I cannot imagine that either. No, and, and also good luck to Hibs because how do you fill that hole? They don't have yeah. anyone on the roster currently that can that, that can kind of uh, fill that hole. So Maloney's now got to rethink his whole kind of mm. formation. We've got Nisbet up top. He's not firing at the moment at all. He's in a poor season. Uh, so you know it's it's it's, it's got to be very different. A lot of talk that Scott Allen's going to go as well. That's yeah. the uh, chat I'm hearing. They've made some. Some interesting signings. I don't know if we want to maybe start there. Is there anyone from Hibs that yeah, caught well, your Yeah, well, I think I think I think to be honest, it, like let's get stuck into fantasy football Scotland perspective. If you didn't have Boyle, then you know you're in the you're in the minority yep. in the league. Uh, so where where does your where does your replacement come from that? And your free transfer, of course, free transfer. And your free token. transfer you get uh, for that. So they've signed Chris Muller. Yep. Uh, who is a midfielder he played up front tonight actually away at Motherwell alongside Kevin Nisbet in a 0-0 draw Uh, he's from Orlando City Scobie Uh, and having done a bit of digging uh, he scored 20 goals and 112 appearances you know sort of 1 in 5 kind of numbers but the thing that stuck out for me is that 112 appearances made him the all-time appearance player for Orlando City really? who were founded in 2013 it's like even though they're a new club, you, yeah, like Rangers yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. like you'd expect him, the the all time appearance player to have that impact. But anyway, Chris Muller, I think, is it is an interesting one from a fantasy football Scotland yeah. perspective. Um, he's not quite got off to the start, maybe that that Hibs fans were hoping for. Yeah. So maybe that's just a, a, a wait and see. 
is what what I'd say. So yeah, you know, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Well, do you know what he's priced in at the game at the moment? Is there uh, you know because I, I think it's a little bit of a, it's definitely a it's a hold, but he's got a lot of um, potentially he looks like something yeah. can maybe fill that hole. Well, he's, yeah, five point four million. So, you know, so he's, not he's, cheap. He's not cheap, but he's in that range that you know we're all happy with, and I think we're all sitting with a bit of cash in our in our wallet as as fantasy football Scotland managers. So so definitely one to watch. Scobie, I'll flip it on to you. What 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 transfer well, signings? Have- just just to sort of follow on from the Hibs thing, Dimitri Mitchell, who was obviously at Hearts, um, uh, a wing back, he has also uh, now joined Hibs. He's mm-hmm. moved across the city after going back to Man United. Another uh, loan signing for um, you know for for Hibs through him. Annoyingly though, and this is the same thing they did with Cadden, he'll be playing at the back, he'll be playing as a wing back, ah, but they've right. ranked him as a midfielder ah, in, in Fantasy Football Scotland. If, if you're listening, I do wonder why makers of the game, um, because you know that, that kind of isn't a good place to be, you know. Mm. So he's ranked as a midfielder, so you're not going to get clean sheeting points. When you're thinking that like if he's playing there, you could have the double up, you could have a lot of clean sheet points coming in, and they're also going to get forward. Dimitri Mitchell was a fantastic player at Hearts when he was there, and a time in Hearts, but not a great side. Yeah. So you know, I think he could be a he could be someone to watch. Uh, I've sort of not seen what he's, I think he's coming in about four point three million or something uh-huh. uh, around about that mark. That's so. expensive, isn't it? And they've also also um, brought Harry Clark over. Correct, Harry Clark. He's currently injured. Yeah. Might I add, but you know, it was a revelation at Ross County, um, particularly during their 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 good form, which yeah. their purple patch and form, which is kind of. They've brought through the, to this point in the season. So Harry Clark's another interesting one. But again, um, you know, he's out injured just now, which is a bit disappointing. But once he and comes back... And they stay back, the same value. They just kept yeah, yeah. So 2.6 million defence. I think he's definitely one well, to that's watch. Brilliant. If he's going to be starting at 2.6 yeah. million at the back for Hibs, I mean, that, you know... Yeah. yeah. You'd definitely bring him in. Definitely. So, so, so let, let, let's move on. So, so Hibs, Hibs in general, I think we're saying, are a little bit of a wait and see. You I know, think so. I think so. I think so. You know, like positive signs. Another clean sheet tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Macy's. Uh, I've kept hold of him. He dropped in value. He's down at two point five million now. But another another six points. He's been quite good under Maloney. He, there's no threat to the jersey. So I think yeah. Macy still remains a, a player you consider. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, right. Let's go to Pataudry because <laughs> uh, only is one club. That's uh, ten minutes into the pod. And we haven't talked about them, and I've got some interesting, uh, two interesting signings actually. Aberdeen have done and. What you can't do is accuse Aberdeen of going down the tried and tested route this uh, January transfer window of signing some shitey League One slash uh, Championship player from England who's a journeyman who's been there, done it. You know what you can expect. So right at the start of January, they started. They signed Dante Palvora. Right. Uh, he's uh, uh, again been brought in from the States, like like Hibs yeah. got Chris yeah. Miller. Popular uh, thing in Scottish football. He's actually too. playing in the college system there, so he's he was playing with Georgetown. Okay. And he won the won the championship with them last year, and then this season he won MVP across the across the whole competition. They they got knocked out in the playoffs. But um, having watched a bit of uh, YouTube um, of, of of how he plays, he's six foot four, so he comes across a really tall, big bastard in the middle of the park. He seems to have a great range of passing and scores some absolute screamers. And like I like to say, like even if I was playing against nine-year-olds, I still couldn't score screamers from thirty yards. <laughs> so it'll be an interesting one once he settles. But I don't, I don't think he's an immediate buy. One player who I do think could be an immediate buy once he gets into the team. Aberdeen obviously shocking performance last night against St. Mary. Just when you think you know they've turned a slight corner. Um, they haven't, and they lose away at St. Mern, who we'll get into that. hadn't we'll won get at into home that. since October. But anyway, you've got Vicente Bezuin, 
Uh, he's a Dutch winger. He is, as uh, a podcast I was listening to, not going to be the next Arjen Robin. <laughs> but he's got six goals Bro. and ten assists this season. Now, um, the club he uh, plays for was Den Haag, who got relegated from the uh, Eredivisie uh, top tier last year. So he's playing uh, second tier this year. But, you know, he's on good form. Last season, when they lost uh, 3-2 to Feyenoord, he set up two of the goals. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Aberdeen are crying Player, out then. for a bit yeah. of uh, yeah. quality yeah. 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 out wide. Even with Ryan Hedges in the team, and, you know, maybe he will go, Four maybe nine. he'll stay. Yeah, yeah. But he seems like a guy that could be quite an interesting one and maybe feed Christian Ramirez some of that much-needed service he's after. And for those... So I brought, I brought Hedges in, actually, because I had three transfers to go. So I had... Um, two transfers I carried over from last week and I had obviously the free transfer from Boyle so I made three subs in and I brought Hedges in because I quite mm. liked the way he was playing when I seen it I thought that Aberdeen were, were on the up I thought wait St Mirren that looks like some goals uh, nothing happened there obviously we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that again later but um, Hedges at least if you bring him in he's playing well and he's possibly playing for a transfer Yeah. so you know you'll get that free transfer token like you got with Boyle which is quite a nice thing to have in, in FPL you know you're not mm. going to FFS you're not going to be drink. set yeah that is a drink that is a drink sorry about that you're not going to be set back by having to get rid of him um, you know if he does go so I think there's no harm in being brought in you brought in Ferguson though didn't you I did bring in Ferguson uh, who has, has hit some really nice form in the last few games you know he's got, got two or three goals in the last three games yep. and not just penalties again he's playing for a potential move as well so who knows if he goes then you get that free transfer an interesting one, and it sort of it moves nicely amongst the cinch. Was uh, one of the outs from Batodre, and that's Niall McGinn. Yep. Now Niall McGinn, for a for a modern day Aberdeen fan such as myself, who was not alive during the nineteen eighties, <laughs> he's a club legend. Yeah. He he's a club legend. You know, he scored eighty seven goals for Aberdeen. That's yep. a lot of goals. Yep. Gave us some yep. great bounces. One in particular at Time Castle. Um, when, it was one of the times you just come back up the league. Yeah, and, uh, I remember it well. And and he and he stood up a defender in the corner, skinned him, skinned another, and put it at the top bin. And he gave us some great times at Aberdeen. And unfortunately, you know, since his move abroad, and then he came back, and he was still quite good. But you know, he's fallen out of favour, Patodri. But he's ended up at Dens Park at Dundee. And I think this could be a quite a shrewd piece of business from Dundee. Again, probably just one to add to the watch list. Probably wouldn't gamble on him right now. But, you know, Dundee, have, they, see, they do seem to be signing uh, players who are proven in the cinch. And it's maybe not come off of them quite so well yet, looking at Lee Griffiths and yep. Charlie Adam and, and Cum Dog. Yeah. But at four million, I think that's definitely a guy to, to, to be watching, particularly how exciting the relegation zone is in, 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 in Scottish It, it is. I, mean, I think as a Dundee fan, you could never you could never criticise your club for not being exciting in the transfer window. I mean, yeah. the players <laughs> they brought in, Lee Griffiths, as you just said, Jason Cummings, Charlie Adam, obviously, at the start of the year, and now, now, I mean, it's just like, that. it's like players that know, they're old, fine, but you, they know how to play this league, and I think that's the way they see themselves getting through the season, getting through uh, that relegation fight, players that have been there and done it, know how to do the dirty fight. You, you sort of link that with the likes of um, and McCowan mm-hmm. and McMullen, the people like that that are playing really well for them as well. 
if they could just defend, I mean, like, you know, they'd be dangerous. They'd be dangerous. Yeah. And hopefully their, their fans can forget the fact that Nalm again once scored a penalty for Aberdeen that relegated them. Yes. And his celebration <laughs> was not to the Aberdeen fans, but to run up to the Dundee fans and get it right up. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little bit of making up to it, doesn't he? Doesn't but just, he? just while we finish on Dundee, you know, Jason Cummings is off, uh, off to Australia. Mm, I wonder when, when he was told you know, you're going to New South Wales, that he thought it was maybe Cardiff and not Sydney. <laughs> no, but they sell, send all the criminals down to Australia, don't they? So that's probably why he's off there, isn't it? All right, so I'm going to pick out a few players. I mean, John, we could probably talk for days on end about Celtic, and we're not going to, but we'll, we'll talk about um, days in Meda. Made up. Made yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's all right. I'll give you that. <laughs> so, new striker, come in. 6.2 million he is, just for the record. Uh, so, not cheap. He scored 23 goals and 36 appearances for his previous club, Yokohama Marinos. That's a hit, serious hit rate, isn't that it? That is a hit rate. That's a goal-scoring pedigree. And he opened his account within minutes for Celtic. Didn't score tonight against Hearts. Uh, wasn't there, actually. He was... Um, Made us his way on international duty, uh, so that's why it probably didn't score. But yeah, he did open his, his account with about nine minutes, was it the other night? Uh, so one in two games already. I guess my question is with him: How do they balance him with the other options? So they've got um, Gia Kumakis, yeah, who scored again, who, who scored did score tonight. tonight, and obviously scored in the Scottish Cup. And so he's more expensive; he's six and a half, I think, yeah. million. So, so a couple of expensive options, but he's been poor since they signed him. Mm. Yeah, well, it seems like, you know, he, he, he's had to take a bit of time to get used to the way that, that Ange plays, mm. uh, get his fitness mm. up to scratch, which he seems to have done now. I suppose for me, the the issue is, and it will be always going forward with Celtic players, is rotation, isn't it? Mm. Uh, you know, they've got so many um, excellent fantasy football Scotland assets. Yeah. And it's just trying to pick the right one at the right time. It is, it is. At the moment as well, so just to sort of go into that, so you've got a um, number of players that are out Injured or away on international duty, so you've got Kyogo, Rogic, McGregor, and Turnbull all away. A bad has kind of come into the fold, so there's a temptation to bring him in, but then it's sort of like you know, from they're all a lot of them are, are classes midfielders. So, mm-hmm. as a striker point of view, you've really now got Maida, you've got um, Giacomacus, as we said, and then you've got apart from Ajeti, who's injured and also shite, you've got Mikey Johnson. So, the, yeah. so there's, it's actually really hard to judge because they're going to play Jota and Mikey Johnson apparently really yeah, wouldn't yeah. be a bad bit this yeah. this thing's a good player but you've got you've got um, Kyogo and Jota who both play Anabada that kind of forward role so they're yeah. only ever going to play one person kind yeah. of up top so Meira might be the man yeah for, for me he might be so one be. to watch apparently got a great goal scoring pedigree and he's been described as a as a physical beast by many coaches that have worked with him wow uh, so Celtic quite a bit there the only other boy we maybe want to talk about MK Dons the new Deli Alley what's his name again <laughs> sorry you've lost me Scooby you're talking about the franchise scum I know I, I know exactly, exactly. Um, their other signing he was fairly good tonight um, another one to watch was he, not hand the, he was not playing basketball in the, in the box at Tynecastle though he was he was playing a bit of basketball yeah. at one no, point no no he, he seems decent as well uh, you know from a fantasy football Scotland perspective I just think there's so many proven Celtic assets that you have to be looking at uh, mm. that right now I think he's 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 firmly uh, not in my thoughts he, he probably will be an excellent player 
for Celtic going forward. But yeah, can't see can't see past that at all. Scooby, any any signs at Tynecastle that have that have wet your whistle? Absolutely. And look, it's another thing that like I think the game sort of like struggling to catch up with the fact that there's been so many signings in the last few days, in particular, so a lot of these players actually aren't even in the game. Um, even though they're playing or or on the bench tonight. So Ellis Sims is one I want to draw your attention to from Hearts. He came on tonight against Celtic. If, if anyone uh, didn't watch the Celtic Hearts game tonight, Celtic dominated Hearts in the first half. They had 13 attempts on goal to Hearts as one in the first half. 2-0, um, looked pretty dead and buried and could be more. Craig Gordon, a very out-of-character um, uh, sort of like half palm went through his hands uh, to score to allow um, Hatate to score from about 20 yards shout out to Ian Findlay who for some reason had Hatate as his captain tonight <laughs> and has now scored about 65 points and is our league leader um, as things stand well done Ian and happy 30th for yesterday um, but yes Ellis Sims comes on in the second half we changed the formation a bit and Hearts were great uh, 2-1 in the end Boyle got a goal uh, Boyce got a goal, sorry, and Boyce could have had a second, but he hit the post with his penalty. Yeah, yeah. Big Ellis Sims was a big part of that, though. He's another Everton recruit that we've brought in on loan, so another, right. another one like Benny. He's six foot two, scored thirty-two goals at under eighteen level compared to you know, for example, Mason Greenwood only ever scored fifteen in the under 18s prem. Uh, competition. He's actually had a Premier League start this year. Not a huge amount of players in the in the Premiership that can that can claim uh, that. I mean, it's not saying much playing for Everton, is it? But he did. Uh, he was on six month loan at what Blackpool last season. Ten, he was. scored ten times there. Yeah. Uh, to help their League One push to the Championship. So yes, yeah, really seems like a, a, a quality player that you that you brought on board. There. He does. He's got England on twenty three caps. He's been scoring a lot of goals for the Everton twenty threes. We were crying out for a striker. The only recognised striker we have was Boy. So he, he he's much needed. Nandale's now gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know what price he's going to be yet. I think he'll probably sit in and around that sort of like four point nine million mark. We'll wait and see. Yeah, but he looked really good. So that was somebody I was going to call out. Then I'm going to move it across. Um, Livingston, another TBC on value. So I can't give you a value yet. But Sebastian Soto, young Norwich striker from the USA, has joined Davy Martindale's side on loan. He spent a few months at Porto B. Um, since the summer apparently Libby lost out to them uh, for his signature they were they were fighting from the summer and he went to Porto didn't have a great run there only scored 1 in 8 but he scored 7 in 12 for the Belgian second tier side he was playing for last season um, and he scored 2 goals in 2 games for the United States senior side so a bit of goal scoring threat maybe at Livingston and they're playing quite well now at the moment aren't they? Yeah yeah they are like you know Davy Martindale will get a tune out of anyone I think yeah. Um if you want to compare it to the, the Dutch signing that Aberdeen just made, it's coming from the same same level. So it's the yeah. second tier in Dutch football. And uh, Telstra scored seven times in 12 appearances there. Unbelievable, yeah. So it so looks like, yeah, I think it could be a really astute Goal scorers then to the lead. Yeah, goal scorers then to the lead. And, you know, in, in Martindale, we trust. I think that's great. Uh, where, where else are we going to go? We've got to go to McDermott Park. You know, we've been talking about already on this pod about how worried we are about St. Johnston. But they did make, for me, what you know could be one of the signings of the January transfer window, and that is Nadir Shifki. Um, you know, everyone remembers how good he was at Dundee United in that spell between 2013 and 2015. 25 goals in 68 games. Uh, it was that great United side that got to the League Cup final. You know, had 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 you had the Armstrongs, had the guy Mackay Stevens, earned his move to Celtic, and it, and it all kind of went tits up from there. 
and he's fanning about in, in Europe since then. We spell at Motherwell in 2018 where he got 3-11, and 11, but if they can get a tune out of Shifke and watching the game at Tynecastle last weekend, St. Johnson looked really poor, but the one guy that looked all right was Nadir, and you know, at four and a half million or whatever he's coming at the game, he's a very, very cheap option up front. Yes, yeah, I mean, I feel for St. Johnson, I really do. We talked about it enough, so we won't go back into it. We talked about it in the shed pod, and you know, things are dire for them at the moment, but he is a good signing. I mean, my worry is that you know, he's not played an awful lot of football, um, in the past sort of year or so. He's not coming into it red hot form, he didn't score any goals for his previous club, he only made 11 appearances for, um. But, you know, who knows? He knows the league. He's a very good player. We know that. Yeah. Has he passed it? Time will tell. He's 29. I think he maybe still got in. That's if he gets he's only 29. If he hits form, if he hits form, if, you know, because we, we can sort of safely say St. Johnson are going to be in the bottom six yeah. this year. So they're going to be in the split. He's the exact player you'd want to play those uh, lower league rivals and potentially even be playing for a playoff spot if you're playing against um, Dick Campbell's or Bruce. <laughs> nah, they're going straight up, mate. Me, hey, boy. What? You don't think your old man Deke McInnes is gonna no. is gonna is gonna rally? It's Come so, on. It, it reminds me of when Killy signed Kyle Lafferty last season, isn't it? And yeah. it, you know he got eight and nine and just couldn't do enough to save them. Yeah. But maybe, but you know, but he's back. But he was a great shout in fantasy football Scotland, so definitely one to add it to. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I was shocked that Nam again went to Dundee and not Kilmarnock. Mm. With uh, with McInnes being at Killy, uh, the only thing I can think is the plastic pitch. Like McGinn yeah. hated playing on the plastic. He did. Pitch. He was always against that, wasn't he? But Carl Lafferty to go back after quite an acrimonious uh, ending to the the relationship. Yeah. Uh, so you know all that stuff that came out in the press, they, them saying they'd offered him a good contract, him saying they hadn't offered him a contract, yeah. and he went back. So I think McInnes has a lot to say for that yeah. because it's the same uh, football director that's still there, obviously. The young man James what's his face can't remember his name fully but yeah they uh, yeah, I think Kilmarnock probably going to walk that league it'll be interesting to see uh, I don't, I don't think walk I think that's generous what, mm. what the most interesting uh, signing for Killy I'm sorry we're moving on to the, the championship of the cinch but uh, was Ash Taylor yeah I uh, know signing yeah. for Killy and if you, if you remember correctly uh, there was massive rumours that Derek McInnes had um, had relationships with Ash Taylor's wife <laughs> He's, he's a great follower on Instagram, I'll just say, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if that if that if that uh, relationship sparked up again. But anyway, well, on that bombshell, we, 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 I think we should move out of part one before yeah, we start. For Australia's uh, wife's on the blower, uh, but yes, and out of part one and into part two. Hello and welcome back to part two of this week's episode of the Fantasy Football Pod. Don't worry listeners, I've drawn Scobie away from Bumble. <laughs> Mate, his phone's got more notifications than I've ever seen. <laughs> I wonder what this week's episode's going to be called. Eh? Oh, who knows? Can you imagine the theme? I can't imagine at all. But please, Scobie, take us through um, how you want to play part two. But, you know, let, let, Let's talk about the games that happened tonight. Let's talk about the games that have happened already. And let's have a little look forward and try and help our listeners uh, make those all-important Fantasy Football Scotland transfers that are going to make them go top of their mini-leagues. Absolutely. So, John, where do we start? Obviously, we come back into 2022. Um, and the big question is, what's happened since we returned? And I will ask you this question. New Year? New St Mirren? 
Oh, it's, it's, still, <laughs> it's still too raw. It's too raw. Well, to dig into it, uh, I've been waiting to use that line. I thought it was quite a good one. Uh, the league's most ardent drawers, I think it was 11 draws last year, um, in 2021 anyway, um, have looked strong at times this year. I don't think anyone could deny that. We talked about that when we did the review um, in the shed. But now they've made it two wins on the bounce. A 2-1 away win with former high flyers Dundee United. And a 1-0 victory over Aberdeen. In what was a pretty drab game last night. Uh, Tell me about it. Connor Ronan uh, won it with a stunner yesterday. Lovely little like nip inside. Just the moment of class that sort of divided the two teams. No one else could find it. I thought Aberdeen probably had more chances, didn't they? <laughs> uh, but uh, Ronan wins it for them. And they're solid at the back. We know that. Jack Annex, a very good keeper. Uh, and then it was uh, a returning uh, goal for Brophy against United the weekend before. I say away at Tanadice, three assists now for Greg Kilty as well in two games. He's just four point one million, so an interesting yeah. one. Greg Kilty was a was a real uh, sort of uh, joker in the pack last year for Kilmarnock. We had yeah. a lot of had him at the start of the season. He, he was he playing that ten position last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, no, no. Seriously impressed by. Uh, my question is: Should the top six be worried with the way that St. Mirren are playing? Oh, I, I, do you know what? I, I'm not. Well, potentially. Look, we 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 love we we think that um, Jim Goodman's obviously an excellent manager. Yep. He's. On on first evidence of the first two weeks, game weeks back since the January transfer window, he's used that break the most effectively. You know, they, they haven't gone and, and signed anyone. Yeah. But what they have done is they've kept their players. Jamie McGrath, you know, still hasn't gone. If that, that might time out, who knows. But the, the important thing, I think, is that Jamie McGrath no longer looks... The, the, the central focus of that team or as much as he did last season that they seem yeah. to rely on him so much because you've got Greg Kilty playing in that 10 role just off Brophy just as he was for Killy last season couple of nice says you've got Jay Henderson yeah. who don't forget this pod picks out <laughs> yeah. as the young footballer to watch out for now, and as I reminded you earlier this uh, this evening uh, he was also our uh, bench trick uh, character for over everyone's was, bench trick character last year but he was meant to be the breakout star of the season for St Mirren and for whatever reason at the start of the season just hasn't got into it but whatever has happened Jim Goodwin's gone right this is your chance and he's playing you know he's a midfielder in the game he's 2.8 million but he's playing off in that in that, that, in that three off Brophy of Henderson Kilty and McGrath behind that you've got Connor Ronan who's now their top scoring midfielder with 72 points a season again very cheap option at 3.3 million yeah, exactly, I think what we're exactly, saying to listeners exactly. here Scobie is that let's get involved in St Mirren let's go with a Henderson let's go with a Kilty let's go with a Ronan stay away from McGrath because he's 4.6 million which I think is too, too dear it is, I think it's, it's a really interesting one as well because like We've talked all season long about uh, what, what we're talking about a lot with all these clubs, and we'll, we'll, we'll continue to. Uh, you know, attacking options too, but midfielders and attacking options. Mm. These uh, lower league players that like, lower in the division, lower in division players that have some value. But it's Aye. very everyone's maybe going to have one spot up top and one spot in midfield, mm. maybe two in midfield that they could fill with it because you know there's so many good yeah. options at Celtic Rangers you know, hearts and the like. So it's, it is really hard to balance. So I think there's a lot of, we're throwing a lot of names at listeners yeah. to say this could be someone you bring I, in. I, I think but, it pays the men's a good show. Ronan, yeah, Ro, Ro, yeah, absolutely. I think Ronan as well. You look, 3. At, 3. You look at their fixtures coming up. You know, they got Motherwell at home. 
Bale, big derby on their part. You can see Conor Ronan. It seems like a guy that steps up to the big occasion. Yep. I mean, he scored four goals a season, three against Aberdeen. That's what, that tells you everything you need to know. Well, exactly. And then, exactly. He, then they're away to Hibs. Fine, difficult place to go. Um, you know, difficult defence, but whatever. We'll get over that. And then they've got St. Johnston at home. And then they've got um, Hearts at home. So they've got a couple of home games coming up. So I think St. Mirren, for me, that midfield spot, just it has to be filled by one of them. Yep, exactly. And we're going to, I think, now dive into a few other players that could fill it. Um, because, you know, the, I think the bottom half of the division is really hotting up. Mm-hmm. We were talking at the start of the season in very, in very many ways saying that there wasn't anyone you know, from a lot of these clubs that you could, you, you could yeah. talk about having. And I think that's completely changed now. I think every single team in the league apart from St. Johnson I've got someone that you could feasibly bring in um, St. Johnson fine maybe City but mm-hmm. you know St. Johnson should certainly be worried about where they are we won't go into it too much we've talked about it and we'll see where they go um, but not just because of their own form it's also because of that surging form of those around them and I'm going to call out now Ross County Livingston so right. County put Motherwell who finished very strongly in 2021 are sitting in fourth right behind Hearts they put them to the sword with a 3-1 victory at Dingwall which was really impressive yeah the two goals for that man again Reagan Charles Cook and an assist for Jordan White who have had him in my squad for a while so I'll call that one out another cheap attacking option is RCC a must have now a little bit of context, he's third top scoring midfielder in the game, although I think he's gone second now, hasn't he, after tonight? Yeah. With that, with that goal. Uh, just behind Aribo and Turnbull, who of course are both unavailable at the moment. He's 4.2 million. He, he's brilliant. He's actually joint top scorer in the cinch, as we talk. Yeah, goal scoring. That is mental. A midfielder at Ross County. Ross... He didn't win a game until the, until the end of October, start of November? Yeah. They're sitting 10th in the league still. I mean, they've only won five games all season. And he's the joint top scorer. He's the joint top scorer. I mean, this guy, if you selected him early on, very well done. If you haven't selected him already, get him in your team. It does not matter who they are playing. This guy, from a fantasy football Scotland perspective, is just a must-have. Yeah, absolutely is. Absolutely is. And he's just come out of nowhere as well. I mean, I know he's... um you know, Gillingham was it before a couple of seasons there, Charlton. I mean, it's not like he comes, you, you kind of expect him to be one of these unbelievable loan signings, but he's just coming yeah. in so I mean, well at County. Yeah, and I mean, you look at County's, County's fixtures coming up, you know, they've got Aberdeen at home, you know, Aberdeen league goals. So yes. You, you feel there's a goal there. They've then got Livy at home, you know, that's goals as well. And then they've got Hibs away. So like, there's nothing out. There's nothing there, and then St Johnston at home. So in the three of the next four fixtures, County are going to score, and RCC is is the guy. You know, you talk about that Motherwell game. He set up the own goal, then he assisted a goal, and then he scored a goal. So he's playing a huge part in all three goals that they've scored. Yeah. So the, yeah, listeners, if you don't have him already, just get him. And I team. don't have him, and I, and I, you know, it's, it's a real. What? I know, I know, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I was about to bring him in this week. I went with Hedges, I went with Scott Wright, because he did start at the moment, uh, and I went with Jota to bring him back in, but uh-huh. I was sitting there thinking, why am I not bringing this guy in? I mean, he's unbelievable. Then we flip it on to Livingston. They have also terrible starts this season. Mm. Now, meanwhile, okay, just, just to say it with County tonight, they went 1-0 up, Regan Charles Cook, surprise, surprise, scored again, and then Dundee United to come back to win it 2-1. Uh-huh. Two Nicky Clark goals and an assist for Tony Watt. Yeah, so yeah. for those of us that have still got him, which I think the majority of us do, 
and assists for him at least. He has he has still been looking like he's been playing well. He looked like yeah. he played quite well in the cup game at the weekend too. Nicky Clark got the goals and still on pens. Well, I think I think what Tony Watt offers is, and if you if you watch the the game against County and how Motherwell really struggled, and they, you know it's a good point at home tips tonight, especially as they went down to ten men. But Tony Watt does so much of the soft stuff that you don't see, especially in fantasy football Scotland, when you all you really look at is assists and goals. Tony Watt, you know, he play he plays so well every game, bringing team bringing um, his own teammates into the game, leads the line well. You know, brings others into play, yeah. all that kind of good stuff that United are only gonna appreciate more the more he plays to them. Exactly. And I think what you're gonna see is a drop off of Motherwell. Like, yes, Kevin Van Veen has scored some excellent goals from United uh, for Motherwell this season, but it's because of the support that Tony Watts given them. And I think it's a really strange decision that Motherwell have let him go to United at this point in the season when there's so much at stake yeah. to come third this year because because the top. Uh, team yeah. in the cinch gets the Champions League spot if you come third you're almost guaranteed to get into that league stage yeah. into the group stage of the Europa League the, like just hold on to him there's six teams you'd argue that are arguing for they're battling quite fiercely for four spots mm. you know Celtic Majors are away fine Hearts Motherwell Dundee United Aberdeen Hibs and St Mirren are all going to be in that mix and I think they'll all be in that mix to the end of the season mm. so it's so tight so you're so right John I mean for Motherwell to sell their best player this season yeah. to... I get, I get that he, he was I mean, going in the summer, but why didn't you just keep it's him? It's like the Suter situation. Yeah. You know, we've not talked about Suter at all, the little snake. Uh, but, you know, this chat, the Rangers were offering us uh, 300k for us to take yeah. him to take him in January. We all want half a million. I personally don't think half a million is enough. If yeah. he gets us third in the league, Correct. that is worth more than half a million. Totally agree. Totally so, agree. You and know, like, yeah, it's shite having a player. And, that's and I think he arrival. will play. I think fair to yeah. John Sir, he'll play for us at the end yeah. of the season. He knows that we get we have stuck by him through thick and yeah. thin, and he'll play for us until the end of the season. So I don't mind if he stays around. I want him to stay around. Mm. Um, but this is this whole thing, and it was a bit weird decision from yeah. from Motherwell like, Castro. Yeah. So, in, the, in the heat, well, in the heat of the battle, I mean, Motherwell <laughs> sold the sold the player to um, what's his name Kerr to Aston Villa for uh, undisclosed fee. But I mean, he's very very yeah. highly rated. I would have expected him to go for a bit of money. Sorry, that was United that sold him, so I'm just chatting shite. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> absolute pish. But yeah, look, I think, I think, look, you take yourself away from the fire, stand back. What do Hearts and Motherwell want this season? They want to come third in the league. Yeah. You know, John Suter and Tony Watt probably are as big as influence on each side, exactly. relatively speaking, exactly. as there is. And you need them in your teams in the season, so yeah, you're gonna fucking boo them because you you hate them because they've gone to a rival, yeah, and that annoys you. But that's the way it is. For me, Scobie, we're talking about Livingston. I banged on about last time. Io Obelai, you know, we talked about the Scottish Cup. He took another pen against Ross County in the Scottish Cup. This guy's on pens. He's like two point six million in the game. He is the two point five million in the game. One point four percent owned. I think that's where I'm going with my Livingston. Livingston tonight so just a recap on it they lost 1-0 to Rangers at Ibrox a Rangers side that's been flying high okay they had a lot of players away they've been flying high under Geo they turn up in big games as we talked about earlier in the season Hearts we beat them 1-0 they probably should have won that game you know they are always in it in the big games they love the fucking old firm matches they obviously got that you know win out of nowhere against Celtic was it um, their, their, their first of the season or the draw it was you know they are 
a team, and you cannot say that they're not playing for Martindale. Oh. That is so clear. Oh, never, never. And they beat, so they beat um, last week uh, Dundee, fellow relegation battlers, mm-hmm. with two fine goals from Bruce Anderson. Yeah. Um, Anderson's the fifth top scorer in the league currently. He's only 4.3 million as well. So you've got a real toss-up between Bruce Anderson, mm-hmm. Kevin Van Veen, and McCowan at Dundee, and that yeah. kind of bracket between 4.1 to 4.4 yeah. million. Yeah. So I mean, Bruce and Anderson. I think I think he's also another one will tip for having a very good sort of yeah. second half. And, and Livingston's Livingston's February looks all right as well. I mean, it seems that every team that I look at seems to have an all right February. So someone must have a shite looking February. I know. Exactly. But they've you know they've got the Super Jays at home, which you take. They've got Aberdeen at home, which is fine for them as well. They then go to Dingwall again. You, you bat them to get a result up yep. there. Yeah. And and then they've got Dundee away, so it not nothing there scares me for for bringing in no, Livingston. Not at, all, not at all, not at all. So look, Livingston are there. Look, I think we've kind of talked about everyone else. Uh, the only thing I was going to say, Hearts, where are they still in third? Uh, good win the other night against St Johnson. St Johnson are very poor. Barry Mackay, who we tip for good things, we did half the season. If there's one good thing that came, at, well, there's many good oh, there's things yeah. that came out of shit. <laughs> if there's one good thing that came out of that. Was our tip about Barry Mackay yep. with his pass assists? No, That's shot right. assists. Yeah, shot yeah. assists that we were yeah. talking about. I mean, he's he, he's he's delivering. He's done he? it. He's, he's now got four assists in uh, about four games. So look, he's playing very well. Uh, two for uh, Josh Janelli, Gino. Two goals for himself. Convincing win against Saints. I don't think you're buying in on Gino at the moment, but Mackay was. Good. You know, I think, so, I think it, he's only four point five million. So he's he's a lot cheaper than like Woodburn and stuff yeah. like that as well. I do think watch him if there's a player you're going to play. He's, he's playing every single week. Clearly, Nielsen's going to start him every week if he can yeah. uh, and he's going to offer something so Bayern the guys learn to watch from Hearts for me yeah. uh, so interesting for them and, and look look, the top half will remain where it is but this, the bottom half my, my sort of parting line is there's a lot of interest down there so keep definitely. your eyes on it definitely alright well that's, that's a cracking uh, little round up there Scooby so let's get out of part two Hello and welcome back to part three of January's Fantasy Fit Bad Pod. We've just been interrupted. We have. My fiance wow, is just by our biggest fan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Crashing in. Had the chain on the door. Oh, she's about ripped Stay off the changes. Stay in. <laughs> no, she's back in. So we're welcome on, back. We're on a time watch, are we? I don't know. Nah, we are. I think, Luke, like, like January, we're all ready for the end of it, John. So we this, pod, this podcast <laughs> is January in a nutshell. It has. It's been an absolute slog. It is. It's God. January the 56th, and we've got yeah. four nights out in the next four days. So. I think the last time I got paid was eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Payday tomorrow, so let's, let's go through it. Look, there's, I suppose there's one club we haven't spoken about so far on this podcast go be and that is the guys sitting top of the league um, that is Rangers uh, it's, it's interesting with them because obviously it's always go big at the back with Rangers so you know everyone always captain Tav tonight you'll be rewarded again with the, with the clean sheet um, and then probably Calvin Bassey who's in there you know such a cheap option that's basically going to start every game it looks like one one uh, sort of uh, question I had, and a guy I brought out my team this week was Morelos because obviously he's on this whatever this weird international break is this weekend. I have no idea, but anyway, he's out the team. So I brought in Fashion Sakala, who seemed I don't know I didn't like the transfer I made. 
Um, yeah. How do you, how do you see Rangers' assets going forward? I think it's, it's a really weird one. So I, I equally kind of took a bit of a punt on them. I think obviously your money's got to be invested at the back. I think now almost everyone's got Tab and Bassey just because of the fact Bassey's starting every game and he's so cheap. Uh, and Tav continues to just be the, the points kind of wagon that he is. I brought Scott Wright in, uh, freeing up some money. Honestly, you mentioned that name in this flat, right? You're out. That's it. You're out. You don't even get a warning. Get out. <laughs> he shall not be named. <laughs> brought him in because he's very cheap, and it was like, look, well, who are they going to play? Hadji's out, Aribo's out, um, you know, number of their big players out, Morel's obviously out. Um, so yeah he did start tonight didn't do anything 1-0 it was Arfield that got the goal Arfield's kind of one of those ones that no one ever considers bringing no. in but he seems to do, still do quite a lot I know um, so I yeah think, I think from fantasy with Scotland you always just like a player that you know that's going to start and there's, there's that issue I suppose the big thing we should talk yeah. about is Hadji yeah it's yeah, Hadji, Hadji, Hadji and Arriba I think is it Hadji, well Hadji's out for the rest of the season isn't he and he was that like sort it. of what it looks like it I don't know no if no that, he is it's been confirmed yeah being confirmed he's out for the rest of the season which you know, he's a bit of a... He's an interesting one because he doesn't start every game but he's got very high output in fantasy football yeah. Scotland and maybe that's the reason that neither you or I are very high in the leagues so we should have put a player like that in. But, you know, Aribo's coming back from AFCON now. He's been, you know, probably the best player in the cinch this season. Yeah. Uh, so when he when he's when he's back, see how quickly he gets back into the team, you know, d- depending on, you know, travel situation and how much the AFCON's taken out of him. But he seems like a guy... He seems like my third Rangers player, is what well, I think that, I'm trying to say. You know, to talk about Morelos, that was what I was thinking. I was fishing yeah. around to see if I could, A, free up some budget to bring him in. Because Morelos is so expensive. Right? Yeah. He's too expensive. Yeah. Eight million is so ridiculous. Yeah, is. For someone that's not providing enough points, it's not like a yeah. Harry Kane a couple of years ago in FPL, yeah. where it's just like, you bring him in, he's just going to get you yeah, points. Yeah. So so for me, I've got right in and I've got enough budget to bring a Rebo in. So I think if people can do that, I think I bring a Rebo in and have a Rebo, Tavani and Bassi. For me, that's the three. Yeah. That's the three. Um, so, yeah, I'll leave it there with Rangers. I'll say happy birthday, Ian Finlay. You've already said happy three. birthday. Uh, third Fuck birthday. It. it gets to. Uh, so there we are. We'll get him back on the pod soon, I am sure. Uh, so, John, just a quick roundup of where we are in the leagues. Uh, so, who's top of the league? It is. It's two emojis. Eagles, Eagles. Jack Curran. He is now top with 1,368 points. He's second overall in the game. Just shows the high calibre of players. It's just that well, we have pure quality Playing in, league, in, 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 in the Mega really League. Really I hope, if it's a league winner that comes from the Fancy Football Pod uh, League, I'll be very happy with that. And then it was Jamie's Jokers, James um, Lawrence, who was the top scorer this week. He had 81. It was 85, actually, with a minus four. He had... Um, Meda as his vice captain. Nice shout. Anderson, Charles Cook, Juranovic. Good mm. side. Very good side. So look, lots of high scoring yeah. stuff. I think there's now time for people to reset for the second half of the season and obviously playing towards that wild card and the split. Do you know what? We haven't actually spoken about Juranovic and the fact he's on penalties and now seems to have taken over what Celtic fans claim to be Scott's best right back ever but now can't play for Celtic. Yeah. Juranovic, yeah. uh, you know, the fact he's on pens and will be a mainstay in that team, I think he's a really good option. He's, he is that bit more expensive, but again, a guy you want to get in. But that's not why you listen to this podcast, listeners. You don't listen to it to find out what Celtic player put in your team. You find out, Scobie, my main takeaway is St. Mirren and Livingston. Stop licking your lips and it's about messaging. <laughs> 
That is my main takeaway tonight, that London's fucking great for Bumble. Yeah. So anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure, John. Uh, we will see our listeners again uh, in a couple of weeks. There's a lot of weird midweek fixtures at the moment. There's so much cinch. You're cinched to your We're cinched to our and we love it. So yeah, we'll, we'll fit one in again. As I say, it's a little bit irregular at the moment, but that's just because of the league. Uh, guys, keep playing it. It's been a fucking pleasure uh, going through it again tonight. Chin chin. Cheers. <laughs>